Hello and welcome to the Tremendously Awkward Podcast. I'm Dan Barry. You're very loud right now. Yeah, we're, we're recording a podcast, Billy. You actually need to make noise. You want me to make noise? Oh, I'll make yeah, noise. Yeah, make noise, Daddy. All right. Uh, make a noise. We are in the car on the way to Wawa after H2O. <laughs> and with us... Effie, Effie Yay! hanging out in the back of the car. We, we squashed our beef after the match, so we're yeah. we're having a little road trip action. <laughs> Chrissy, Chrissy's staring at us. <laughs> we got to tell We're Chris. not leaving. Look no, at me. No, 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 it's okay. Look at me. It's okay. I'm watching the whole match. What? Now? Yes. We are. Oh. We are. We are watching a match at IWTV while we go get. I really want him to watch. Yeah, let's. Oh, don't worry. We know. We know. We're we're watching it while we podcast. Yeah. I'm watching it. Yeah, it's it's. Oh, mine. You don't realize we have a podcast? We don't have good marketing. Yo, man, Matt won't even let me on his. What? Oh, good lord. <laughs> I was like, I could do a whole episode. What's he wearing? You're gonna spill the beans. Yeah, you're gonna talk about your your love. Once he's done, like, and if he's gonna sell H2 and shit, I'm doing a shoot interview. I'm just gonna kill yeah, him. Just shoot shoot Wait, on right, shoot on me and DJ Hyde. That's all I want out of you. Dan, Bill, and Effie are my favorite, but the rest of you can go fuck yourself. Yeah, God damn. God damn. <laughs> you heard it first here on the team tremendous. <laughs> tremendous else can go fuck themselves. We uh we had a fun little match, a little uh, hardcore dealy. Um, and while we did the hardcore dealy, we were like, yo, we'll do a podcast. While we drive to Wawa, it so might not be good. No, it's definitely gonna be good. We have a lot to talk about, guys. We do. The last time we talked, I was naked in a bed with you a were. fake tanner on. Yes, you, you had were. you were naked in a bed, fake tanner with Tony Deppin next to you. Yep, which is, I mean, typical. Here's the problem with Tony Deppin. The first time me and Tony Deppin ever met, we had to share this twin bed together, and I was like, I know we just kind of met, like whatever, you know, like I'm not gonna like cuddle you in the night well he turns a lot in his sleep and the whole time i'm thinking okay well this must be like a this must be just him and his night having a dream no i woke up the next morning he was like i was trying to get you to cuddle me and i was like don't you fucking dare don't you i stayed up all night trying not to make contact yeah. with you in a twin bed and all you had to whisper in the night was it's okay to cuddle here and i would have been all about it absolutely dude I, daddy would have been a big spoon and not even cared that's really oh yeah i was i shared a room with uh session moth once we did a show in california uh one that i won't mention the name of and we did a show in cali and it was they originally put me with dreamer and Uh dreamer is a snoring monster he is a like a like literally the loudest person ever oh my god why was like right here oh that's a shell never mind oh no there's a wawa oh there is so Interesting. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, podcast done. <laughs> well, we might just sit in the parking lot for a few yeah, minutes yeah, and talk. Uh, but Dream was snoring, so I said to the session mother, I'm like, yo, I'm like, I think the room is too bad. Do you mind if I just sleep in your room so I don't sleep with uh, Dreamer and not sleep at all? And she's like, yeah, fine. We get there, it's one bed. So I make like a fort between us. She's like, <laughs> I mean, this huge fort that I, like, I wouldn't touch her because like, I know that like I roll over in my sleep and I didn't want to be like make her uncomfortable. She thought it was because I didn't want her to touch me. <laughs> she was, she was like, I really thought that you really didn't want to be near me. I'm like, no, 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 I swear to God, I didn't want to be a pervert. We're trying to set a, a preface of safety in yeah. our community. Yeah, I, she, she thought I thought she was gonna assault me. 
Oh, we, no. we just paused a while. We're sitting in the parking lot for a hot minute. It's fun. You but, know, not relevant to that, but a very similar sentiment. Me and my boyfriend found out after having a conversation that neither of us likes pepperoni pizza, but both of us just agree to it because we think the other one likes pepperoni pizza. Wow. Like, <laughs> we did this for four years. <laughs> That's amazing. Because I would always just go, you know, what do you want, like cheese, pepperoni? And he's like, pepperoni's okay. And I'd be like, cool, pepperoni's fine because I figured he wanted something basic. Yeah. And then he's like, well, what if we did like this? And I was like, what do you mean? He's like, I don't really like pepperoni. I was like, I've never liked pepperoni. We've been buying pepperoni pizza <laughs> for three and a half years. What, what is happening to us? Why were we eating so much pepperoni? Who are we trying to impress? I love that you guys are so non-confrontational. You'd both eat pizza you don't like just to make the other happy. Well, it's not like, I don't <laughs> think it's necessarily a don't like. It's just like, it's not the preference. And neither of us was like, we just thought that was it. What if it like ruined the relationship? Then? Oh, it possibly could, <laughs> definitely. Uh, I, I got to make sure I, I run the order by... I messed up the pizza order the other day. I put the mushrooms on the thin crust instead of the Brooklyn style. Oh, it was a, that was a problem. Yeah. That's a breakup. That's a breakup moment yeah, he right said, there. He said, you expect me to eat that cardboard crust. And I was like, I enjoy a thin crust. Uh, you I know what? You did as well. I like thin crust from time to time because I don't feel bad eating the entire pie. There's a crispiness <laughs> and lightness to it. it there is. Like, oh, Once you fine. dig into the second pie, that's what you're going to say. What's the pizza topping that you were surprised you actually enjoyed? Uh, I got this is I'm about to name drop in here. So get ready to oh, shit, here we go. Darius Rucker of Hootie and the Blowfish. Ooh, put me I don't want to be with you. I don't want to be. I put I hung up a porch swing at his house one time because I was his intern. What? For a year. Hold on. Wait. <laughs> hold on. Wait. We never discussed this. Wait. No. <laughs> you were, you were one of the members of the Blowfishes. Entourage. Because he wasn't Hootie. Everyone thinks he was no, no, Hootie. No, 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 He's no. not Hootie. It's just the, that was their buddies. Was, yeah. Was Hootie and the Blowfish. They just thought it was funny. No, I was one of the entourage of Hootie and the Blowfish, and people are like, oh, they must not be active. They basically do two charity shows a year. They raise hundreds of thousands of dollars for this charity, and then they take corporate gigs like Walmart and NASCAR and make three hundred to 400000 per show to play 30 minutes of the hits and leave, and it's the dream job of all dream jobs. That, that is was, the dream job. But, uh, not to interrupt shit. your story, but oh, you're fine. there's a comedian named Kevin Meany who's since passed away. Kevin Meany... Um, very funny guy, very funny comedian, literally never took American gigs. He would go to China and he'd be there for a month and he'd make like a million dollars and he would come back and that would be the only no thing he did. who he was. He could go to the grocery store. He what could just dream. do whatever. He, he was, he's been, if you saw him and you heard him talk, you'd be like, oh, I know him. But it was something about, I guess like the foreign market that loved Kevin Meany. That's insane. And he was like, he's like, yeah, I was just in Hong Kong for 30 days. I stayed in his house. He lived in the Upper West Hands, Upper West Side. Um, I was working on a TV show, no big deal. Uh, <laughs> Jerry Seinfeld show, no big deal. And, I stayed on his couch for a week. It's the most expensive apartment I think I've ever stayed in in my life, and I did not know who he was prior to getting into that apartment. <laughs> oh my god. Anyway, so you were setting up uh, Darius Rucker's uh, uh, swing. Darius Rucker's his swing. His sex swing. Yeah. So he turned me on to anchovy and pineapple pizza, <laughs> and I've always been a Hawaiian pizza fan, so I like the sweet and salty. I don't mind pineapple. Anchovies? Anchovies a bit. I can't. Yeah. Okay. I'm listening, okay. I'm listening, I'm listening. The heaviness and saltiness of the fish is cut immediately by the tomato and the pineapple. God damn. And, the, and the, the heaviness on both ends of that, with that bread in the middle to hold it together, it's the perfect pizza. But his reasoning for it wasn't always the flavor. It was no one else would ever touch your fucking pizza if you ordered anchovies and pineapple on that fucking pizza. That is very that's true. That's a very smart man. Yeah. He's a very smart man. They used to tour with four... Uh, what are those called? Semi-trucks? Yeah. Three of them were for the equipment. One of them was for the VIP lounge. And they just had a full 
semi-trailer of leather couches, tents, and road cases full of like margarita machines and daiquiri machines, God, like industrial it. ones this is set up dream. at every show. I almost, the only time I almost got a DUI was after spending an, an evening with the nephew and father of Darius Rucker and having open access to the tequila shots there. Oh my God. It was, it was a nightmare. That is, I mean, Effie, uh, Effie and Hootie and the Blowfish sounds like a tour this, that like, more people need to be aware of. <laughs> I ran their online store for a year. This, oh needs my, to be oh made into, this needs to be made into a movie. It was really you, wild. You, 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 you need to write up a script. I'll, give it to me. Yeah. I'll, 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 yeah. I'll make it myself. I okay, have, good. I have a production I'll, company. I'll, we'll call, can we call it Effie and Hootie and the Blowfish? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> or does Hootie and Effie and the Blowfish yeah. get it weirder because there's that middle disconnect? Yeah. Oh <laughs> yeah. We're doing a break. You just inserted here. yourself between Hootie and the Blowfish. What, yeah. about, what about Hootie and the Effie Blowfish? Yeah. Hootie and the Blow Effie. <laughs> right? Let's just keep it on brand. <laughs> Hootie and the Blow. Oh, boy. Yeah, there's a lot there. It worked out for me. I learned learned a lot about uh the industry being the music industry my favorite moment though was one time nascar called him to do the the national anthem and they asked him to do a sound check and he said no and then they asked him to wear the nascar polo and he said no and then they asked him to be there like early for some event and he said no and they said okay and nascar <laughs> when nascar just bows to you like what a fucking power yo move. but imagine like there's this weird subculture where fucking Darius Rucker is this like, uh, no, I'm Darius no, fucking Darius Rucker. Absolutely. <laughs> Over as a motherfucker in his scene. Look, now the, I wonder, like, I'm not a fan of NASCAR. I never have been. All right, stop yelling. Imagine, I, I wonder, I'm, I'm assuming that NASCAR has a handful of racist fans as to what's been going on <laughs> there the last few months. No! <laughs> Bill... Do not besmirch the name of NASCAR. Oh, my God. I would love to see some of the looks on these guys' faces knowing that Darius Rucker, a black man, has NASCAR in the palm of his fucking hand. Yeah, they won't even talk back to him. They won't even try to convince him. They just take his fucking no and move on. <laughs> You're right. Sorry, Mr. Rucker. Sorry, Mr. Rucker. <laughs> It's Captain Rucker. What? <laughs> I believe it. It could be. I would, I love, would love that. I would love if they were like, uh, would you mind singing our national anthem? He goes, yeah, sure. You and me have nothing left to say. This is a real national anthem. This is a real. <laughs> dolphins make me cry. Oh, that also, line that line made my mom hate Hootie and the Blowfish. The dolphins make me cry. That's the like she liked the song except this is a great song except why would the dolphins make him cry? I'm like it's a football team like they relax like, they're terrible he loves yeah them. like he's it's, just saying well has yeah she, but it's stupid has she, has, has she ever listened to the, the dolphins cry by live that band from the 90s oh dude i saw live at a free concert one time with darius rucker no not <laughs> did with you, darius did you and the gang get back together to go to one live concert <laughs> no i did film a short documentary about their drummer's christian music attempts what is going on here i did i also <laughs> <laughs> wait so, wait you had the weirdest <laughs> life First oh, off, no I didn't idea. realize you were so popular in 96 when all this yeah. was happening. <laughs> I was working for Hootie in 2009, so they, they were So you done. were not busy. Oh, dude, you would be, the amount of weird merch they would sell throughout the week, I spent so much time shipping orders. I also ran their Twitter for a good year, too, which is a weird experience. That people were like, you're good at Twitter. I was like, yeah, I used to do it for Darius Rucker. Was his and then people, people immediately don't even respond to you. They just walk away. Yeah, they're like, what is this dipshit? Oh, look at this guy fucking 
fucking swinging dick about Darius Rucker's Twitter. I just want to put this out there right now, that Effie, you are legitimately my favorite person. <laughs> yeah, this because is because every time I talk to you, every time I see you, I learn something new about you. And something like out of control knew about you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I kind of try to keep some stuff under wraps because I like the mystery. And like, oh. I've had this battle this year of, you know, with as many creeps that have been in our business that have been exposed, I want to get rid of that line between like, oh, well, who is the real person? And kind of just like open the door, which seems against kayfabe, but I don't think it really is because I think I can still control things in the ring. Mm-hmm. But like, I've started posting my public name. I've started posting my birthday. I've started posting my records. I don't care anymore. His social them... security number, by the way, is 438-2791. And then you just tap the star. And yeah, it'll yeah. direct you to another. You, dimension. Yeah, then you hit, you hit, you yell quack into your phone. It's a weird, <laughs> it's a weird social security number, but nobody's been able to hack it so yeah. far. Not I, a single person. Yeah, it's weird because I feel like everyone has like this weird like secondary life that no one knows about. But a lot of times it's like I'm an accountant in my spare time. It's like oh you're boring and you're like yeah me and Darius Rucker used to get drunk yeah. together drinking margaritas in the back of a semi truck. It's like <laughs> wait what? <laughs> How is your wrestling career not the weirdest thing about you? <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. Like this is it makes sense. Like people are like oh well do your parents mind that you're a wrestler? And they're like this is one of the least weird things I've done and I actually get paid to do this so they're okay with it. Um, yeah. A little worried about the neck, but other than that, it's it's less bodacious than you know taking ecstasy and being in a hip hop rock band, you know, <laughs> which I did for a year too. Jesus Christ! <laughs> you were in Limp Bizkit. I was, I was basically in Limp Bizkit. One time I got in a fight with a, a University of Georgia fan because we were hired to play a bar after a football game, and I. We had an American flag in one of the guy's guitars that was playing, and I he was like, y'all are defacing the flag, and I ripped the flag off and then, like, attempted to eat it in front of him. Mm, yeah, and as I you do. And I don't know how I escaped with my life from Columbia, South Carolina, because I was really fucking with people and too drunk to know better. <laughs> I I only, I I feel like I've told this in the podcast before, but I, I once almost got into a fist fight over Nickelback at Universal Studios. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Pro-Nickelback fist fight? Uh, I'm anti-Nickelback. Okay, all right. Well, we can talk about that, because there's some things we need to... So so it's, I'll tell a story quick. I feel like I've told the story in the podcast. If I have, I'm sorry. You I don't tell mean it to. every week. I have I'd probably that. tell you a lot. It, so I was, I had heard Nickelback on the bus to the plane because we were we had, had parked at a lot where we took a bus to the plane. I heard Nickelback on the plane. I heard Nickelback while I was flying. I heard Nickelback the minute we started our our, our rental car to drive to the, the house. Turned on the TV. MTV was on. Fucking Nickelback was playing. No, that was a good heard, press week. I had heard Nickelback probably had 200 times, right? So the joke became fucking Nickelback. We'd all be like fucking Nickelback, and like you hear they're always on. Right. So I'm walking Universal Studios. I'm I'm a little drunk. I'm not gonna pretend I'm not. And I'm walking Universal Studios, and fucking swear to God, how you remind me comes on as I'm walking out by Bubblegum Shrimp, and I went, <laughs> I went, fucking Nickelback, and this guy turns to me and goes, you talking shit? And I went, what? what? Whoa. So I go, nah, man, Nickelback. He goes, oh, you like Nickelback? I'm like, no. He goes, you talking shit? And I was like, I'm like, what are you, Billy Kroger, his younger brother? Like, what the fuck is happening? So, so he starts, like, really trying to fight us to the point where he's dragging his girlfriend behind him ready to fight me over Nickelback. Do you think this was her first Nickelback defense? She was literally like, how did I get into this mess? I'm just trying to. So then, like, the guy tries to get in our face, like, whatever. Eventually, security shows up. 
Security guard comes over and goes, what's going on? I'm like, yo, this fucking guy's trying to fight me over Nickelback. He goes, yo, Nickelback sucks. He goes, what'd you say? And like, we just walked away. <laughs> what a great end to that. Yeah, you had numbers. Oh, at least, by the way, we got in the car. We started the, uh, we had a, my buddy had a Ford, rental Ford Mustang. He started the car and legitimately photographed us. We That's got in the car. Great. It never ended. Yeah, I, I, did, I worked security once for Chad Kroger. Hell yeah. And he's, I assumed that he was going to be like a corny piece of shit, but he was actually pretty nice. He was I cool. bet he is. And he, yeah. he, he, he gave me a good amount of money at the end of the night, too. See, here's the thing. I don't doubt he's a, like, a nice guy. Like, I, like just because I don't like a band. He looks he... weird in person. Oh, very, yeah, he, he looks he, very weird. He looks, like, stretched. He's too flat. There's yes. too much flatness. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. It, he, I imagine, like... Of course, like Dar- to me, Darius Rucker probably. I used to think the funniest thing in the world would be like Darius Rucker has like a crazy coke habit and kills hookers. Like that was like on I my can't list. Confirm any of that. That, my, that was like on my list because the idea of like Hootie like, yeah. being a fucking. He's just like we're gonna play soft alternative '90s rock and we're gonna fucking kill hookers. <laughs> Dolphins making me cry now. Do a line of coke off my asshole. <laughs> it's always some no, crazy. They're all like reformed and boring now, except for Darius. Like, I imagine the guys like go home to their families and he's like, let's fucking let's rage. I got dude. Be- Dude travels with a fucking Margaritaville machine. I believe that he's in a, a road case like it's Van Halen. <laughs> yeah. Where's my Where's my Margaritaville box? And they roll it up. There it is, sir. I'd never had that much cash in my pockets of doing merch for Hootie and the Blowfish, and yeah. it's the only time yeah. I've ever seen an American Express black card. A guy came up and bought a single baseball cap with an American Express black card, and it's so heavy. It is. They are heavy. And it feels so good. I'm just going to reach into my wallet real quick while you guys talk. No, you're not. I don't want to brag. Holy God. Are you going to let me feel it? (laughs) No, no. It's not not a black card. Oh, man. Guys, I drive a Jeep Compass. I definitely don't have a black card. (laughs) I don't know. You never know what these corporate gangs, they pass them around. Oh, that's hefty. Yeah. Oh, that's metal. Yeah. What's that mile number? Where are you at? I am uh, platinum status. Uh, <laughs> That's like, is that two million? Uh, no, I'm platinum. Platinum's like uh, two was like uh, two hundred fifty or something like that. Is that so, it? Yeah, yeah. Uh, then like then you have like um, ambassador status and ambassador like that sort of thing, and that's where it starts getting to the million mile club. I think they copy Pokemon because <sighs> they run out of ideas for their memberships because it's like Ruby, Diamond, Crystal, Elite. Status, they're al- they're always changing. They're changing the goalposts. Like I'm I'm platinum status in Marriott. This is all like humble bragging. My job puts me in these hotels. I do not stay in these because I'm so well traveled. Um, so I, I'm like platinum status, and I'm like, yeah, I'm platinum status. And like, there's an ambassador elite status. I'm like, when the fuck did that like, happen? Like, can't jump over me. Yeah, like, come on, knock it off. And it's like, oh, these are people who just live in Marriott. <laughs> they have like a grand villa they never leave for three thousand dollars a week. And I'm like, oh, cool, that's great. <laughs> but that's like I the first time I held like a like a regular like a very expensive credit yeah. card. You like tap it on the counter because you're like, is this fucking thing real? Like, yeah, Jesus it's Christ. Myth. You think it's going to break the credit card machine. Like, that's, it's that's, too thick. It's like, yeah. this isn't going to fit. I have to spit on it before it goes in like that. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to make Effie uncomfortable. <laughs> no, I love it. I love it. Y'all have caught me off guard so many times today, and that's beautiful. Uh, because sometimes I feel like I'm bringing too much gay energy to a situation, and I know it will work. But convincing a lot of like, like bringing up nipple play to you today, like usually that's a conversation I have to have a little hush of like, it's a work, you know, it's this. And most of the time people will agree to it. They never really fully get into it. And you were like, no, let's, let's complicate it. Let's yeah, add more yeah, nipple, yeah, yeah. The, the, nipple out. Cause here's the thing. I, I watch a lot of wrestling. I generally spend a lot of time watching wrestling. So I always think to myself, like, how can I take this character and make it like, 
you know, there's there's this whole like idea of like let's just say Team Tremendous. Like, you have no idea what my sexuality is as a, as a wrestler. So the minute you pinch my nipple, if I go, I'm not used to this, and like I I play into it, it opens up a whole door. It opens up a whole nother door that you could be like, wait a second, this is now a weakness Dan Barry has, and I can come back to it. Oh, oh and we will, we shall. <laughs> like if I ever wrestle you again, I'm like, you'll pinch my fucking nipple again. <laughs> like you won't do it. I try and make you do it, and you won't do it. Like we can have a lot of fun with it. It's just this idea of like taking somebody else's established character and then finding a way to make it so you both benefit from the idea of it. That's or all. Or we can just tell everybody that we're gay. Yeah, I love no, that. I'm not or... appropriating gay culture. I'm just going to say that this one goes on. I want to go out there. Somebody saying. asked me, they were like, are you offended by straight people who do like gay or effeminate characters or whatever? And I was like, no, because what a fucking task to take on. Like, I'm gay because I'm fucking gay and I turn it up a little bit. But <laughs> if y'all want to go pretend that route, that is a lot of effort. If you want to take that uphill climb, go for it, baby. Absolutely. I used to. There's a team. There's a team back in the day. I don't, feel, I don't know if you remember the Christopher Street Connection. Nope. So there was a oh, tag man. team in New York called the Christopher Street oh, Connection. Yeah. Connection. <laughs> All right. And they would literally get in the ring and they'd make out, and they would like. They suck on double ended dildos. They would suck on double ended. The whole thing. Oh, this sounds up my alley. Oh, both 100%. of them. Both of them. Super straight, <laughs> but and, they like they could kick the shit they, out of you. They were one of the stiffest tag teams yeah. in the history of pro wrestling. Stiffest. <laughs> yes, there's a wrestler. One of the guys named Buffy. His spot where he'd whip you to the corner and then he'd walk across like a very like dainty flower. Yeah. And then punch you dead in the face <laughs> and it hurt so goddamn much and you had to walk and walk towards you. Yeah, but you like <laughs> you see you see him walking like. I, I can't even describe like like I don't know like a Karen that knew she was getting her money back like the way he <laughs> struggled over and then you're like this is gonna fucking suck and it did they I was like they're one of my favorite tag teams just because of how uncomfortable oh, it made people because all like absolutely. New York New York fans would be like yelling homophobic shit and they'd be eating it up and it was the best. Then they went to Ring of Honor and they got squashed in the first ten seconds because you know Ring of Honor decided yeah. that's what it was gonna be and. They're like, we're not doing gimmicks. We're gonna kill these two gay guys. Like, oh Jesus, <laughs> Jesus Christ, man! <Okay. laughs> you could just, you could just not book them. That's yeah, another thing you yeah, could do. Yeah, book yeah. someone else. But they, they played up that gimmick so well. Jersey All Pro was where they were. The Jersey All Pro was where they were. Yeah, they I'm were. Do some hunting this week. You need oh, yeah, to. Have to. You they, have to. there's look, there's a lot of it that's like a play up of a stereotype and so on and and you know, yes, it's like ham-handed attempt at trying to play up a stereotype, but like, they. No one committed to that role more than they did. That's it, though. The people are looking for commitment. If you go out there and half-ass oh, yeah. anything and you're not – it's like they can see right through that shit. So no matter how ridiculous something is, if you're fully with that, they're on board. Absolutely. That, but that's the whole thing. But it's also like I also don't want to ever like cheapen – like, okay, so like, okay, you're gay. But I don't want to cheapen the fact that you're gay and be like, yeah, like I'll kiss you because that will be funny. Like, no, I want to be – there's a, there's a level to this nuance that has to occur where it's like, you pinch my nipple, and it's not that, like, I know this is going to feel good. It's like, oh, shit. Like, I, you know what I mean? Like, that play up of it being a surprise that I didn't know I liked this. And then Bill does me. I'm like, no, wait, I don't like it anymore. Like, you're not what I like. <laughs> I, I like what Epi does. It. You've introduced a magic nipple spell. <laughs> no, but, like, every, well, it's funny because, like, straight dudes will tell you, like, like I'm not gay, but, like, you know, that one. Like, they'll say shit like that. Yeah. But you're like, okay, so to my head, so I was like, so if I found the one and it turns out to be Epi, it's hilarious to me because oh, now yeah. it's, like, a new level to where this could go. 
It's darkness, man. I overthink a lot. <laughs> I think it also works because I made a pledge with the devil, and some people know about that. So, it, you know, it's I've I've ac- accumulated the power of demonic lust. Nice. And that sort of works with that whole situation. Well, Bill's a vampire. I'm a vampire. Oh, so that, that's yeah. that's why I'm drawn to you. Yeah. Yo, can I talk about how pissed I was? Like, I literally pitched this finish to Gangrel where he turns me into a vampire, and he was like don't come at me with this shit about not taking vampires seriously. And I was like, whoa. Oh He's a real God. vampire. Wait, wait, dude. Bill? What's your name? Um. Oh. Paul West. Paul West is his my vampire, vampire name. West. Paul West. Yeah. yeah. His, his, his vampire name is an, is a fucking jobber from superstars in the mid nineties. Yeah. <laughs> like, you, you, you want to know how I got that? Name? <clears throat> So I got drunk one night in college, and... If you can on, believe it. Yeah. I was on my computer, and um, I think I was watching a documentary on vampires on the Sci-Fi Network, and I just typed in vampire stuff and started looking at it, and I've always, I've always loved vampires. Yeah. But yeah. I came across yeah. this site um, where you can sign up to be a vampire. Send 50 bucks, and they'll send you a certificate oh, where shit. you're a vampire now. Mm-hmm. So of course, so 50, 50 I'm into bucks. this racket. Yeah. So so what he did was he paid fifty dollars to a random name generator that then sent him a piece of paper they printed. <laughs> he was Wait, like, they chose the name. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, they chose, they the, chose name. the name. <laughs> so he, he sent money to a random name generator. They printed it on the printer that's in their mother's basement, and just mailed it to him. One stamp. It came two weeks later because they forgot to mail it to him. <laughs> and then they put his name on. Bill guy was like, oh, I'm a fucking vampire. And he got yeah. so excited. Me. Meanwhile, the guy who mailed it him works at Stop and Shop on the weekends. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but also sucks blood. Yeah, oh, yeah also drinks the blood of the innocent. Yeah, obviously. Um, Bill has a history of doing these type of... Yes. Uh, ordering a thousand fortune cookies. Yes. Oh, I like that. Were they custom or you just went for it? No, I... Well... I... He gets drunk and goes and drunk and, and yeah, just buy things a lot. So and I forget about them. <laughs> it's so, always Christmas at a Bill's house. It always. Oh man. So one time, yeah, I ordered a thousand fortune cookies <laughs> that got delivered into this giant box. I'm like, what the fuck is this? So I picked it up and like, is there anything inside? And then I opened it up and like, what? Like, what did I do? Now, what have I done? Now, now yeah. Effie, ask. What he did with the fortune cookies. All right, Bill, what'd you do with those fortune cookies? I ate every single one of them. <laughs> did you separate the fortunes by good and every, bad? No, I didn't do that, but I did look at every fortune, and there were plenty of the same. Did there you were... have an overwhelming amount of life events in the next coming weeks? Um, Was it just not? He had a lot of lucky numbers. <laughs> you know what? I think I had too much uh, that it yeah. kind of did the opposite. I think I was struck by a vehicle the next day. Um, <laughs> he had every single... So lucky. His yeah. lucky numbers were numbers 1 through 99. <laughs> <laughs> number is yours. I bet you could learn a lot of Chinese phrases, though. Are they oh, still doing that, those? That's, yeah. That, oh, yeah, absolutely. He knows it's a purple sky donkey. So. Yeah, yeah. It rolls off the tongue, though. Yeah, yes, it yeah. does. It'll um, get you somewhere eventually. Yeah. Is, there, um, is there part of you that misses being on tour with Hootie and the Blowfish? No. Oh. No, because now I'm not... See, I've, like, played in bands, I've worked for bands, I've worked for small, shitty punk bands, I've worked for big bands, and the time is great because you're there and you're doing all this cool music stuff, but you're also, like, working towards someone else's dreams, and, like, once you know how to do all the logistical and marketing and Twitter and social media and traveling and getting everything done, it's like, why am I not doing this towards myself? And so I went in and snuck out all the skills from these big bands and then snuck away and took it to wrestling and it fucking worked. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah this yeah. your whole gimmick is just Darius Rucker. Yeah. <laughs> Darius Rucker in pantyhose. I'm just singing songs. What if Darius Rucker was gay? <laughs> his name was Effie. I, I can assure you, from his yoga studio wife, he is very not gay. But maybe, maybe you know, you don't know what they do on the weekends. Hey, it could be a joint. The swing situation. goes one way. The swing goes the other way. Yeah, my my whole family thinks I'm gay. My girlfriend actually asked my mom, like, "Is Bill is Bill gay?" And my mom was like, uh... <laughs> We've never confirmed to go, like, exactly. I'm not gay. And they're like, we're not sure. Yeah, we don't I, know. I've had a lot of people ask if I was gay. And I never understood why. But because it's probably the wrestling thing, or do they not even know? No, no. People who don't know about wrestling. They just think... Girl, I did, well, well, actually, you know what? This one might explain it. I, I was doing theater in college. <laughs> and a girl, the first thing she said to me, so, so you're gay, right? I'm like, we, I've never met you. <laughs> like, I don't know anything about you. I'm like, I'm definitely not. And she was proven. I'm like, I mean, you want me to sleep with you, right? Like, what does this mean? But apparently, it was a running thing in my college that people thought I was gay. God. So then. to your benefit. I did. I started trying to convince my homophobic roommate that I was gay. Uh, take him uncomfortable and leave the room. He'd <laughs> like, ooh, look at the caboose on that train. And he'd be like, what the fuck? He'd <laughs> leave. <laughs> I'm running. I, he would walk by and be like, ooh, you could serve drinks off that thing. <laughs> He's just like, stop, please stop. <laughs> I just want him to leave. I, like, this is all really terrible, but I really want him to leave so I can have a room to mind myself. That was the entire purpose of it. I always wonder how many people make it through college and dorm rooms because that shit is psychotic to just lock us in concrete spaces with another yeah. human we've never met. I, lasted, for the I lasted two weeks and I was like, I got to get out of here. And I found like an apartment like off campus but it was still owned by the yeah. school that was open I was like I gotta get a fuck I, I, I did that ever since it's I psychotic. I rented a house and then we we moved into the house but it was uh, my first year was just like two people I'd never met who never understood that I was a pro wrestler and didn't understand what I was gonna be like. Yeah. And then also, I was single. So what do you think I was gonna yeah, be doing? Like, bringing some, bringing some fine night trains. Yeah, home. that's pretty much it. Like you just, you have sex, you drink, you do stuff like that. You do some shows. Yeah, I come home from wrestling. Hours. Dude, I came home from wrestling at like three in the morning, and one of his buddies was sleeping in my bed. And I was like, what is this? He goes, well, I didn't know if you were gonna come home. You didn't think to ask? Yeah. And he goes, yeah, sorry. And then, like, the guy wouldn't get out of my bed. I'm like, oh, no, you're sleeping on the floor, asshole. Yeah, dude, is... And he got, like, real mad at me. <laughs> it's like, I was sorry. You should be happy he got at least a few hours in there. Yeah. You know? That's a shift trade. Oh, my God. All right, well, we'll get out of here. We'll stop this now. I had fun. Yeah, it's great. We're going to go get more to talk about. Yeah, we have so, so much look, 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 we're going to do more of these. I hope I get to see you again soon. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I told y'all, y'all are COVID, COVID Cowboys now. Yeah, now we're the COVID Cowboys. Yeah. Um, Got to come back out on the road and just put that fucking mask on. Absolutely. Goddamn right. Goddamn right. Hey, Effie, you want to put over anything? Yeah, dude. Uh, y'all should watch my Twitch. Monday night at 8 p.m. There's a wrestling show. Uh, it's on Twitch. It's free. It's called Monday Not Raw, and we watch independent wrestling. And on Wednesdays from 4 to 6, we also watch independent wrestling on the front page. Last week, we had 50,000 people stop in during that two hours. To watch professional wrestling, everything is Effie Lives. Twitch.tv Effie Lives, Twitter.com Effie Lives, Instagram Effie Lives, Pro Wrestling Tees Effie Lives, and if you want the cool new Pro Wrestling merch, look at Pro Wrestling merch, EffieHearts.me. EffieHearts.me, Bill, you want to put over? Uh, this drug deal that's going on right in front oh, of us yeah. right now with this kid, um, I'll put that over. And, uh, he yeah. turned around though so we wouldn't see it. <laughs> I was walking away.
you you guys used to be police officers, so I understand. Oh, we're, just, he we're, definitely we're is looking at his labor cops. Now. Yeah, now we're pet detectives. I'm uh, not gonna go. We got big bill cards <laughs> here, just ready to make arrests. Yeah, yeah. They, they don't know we're just talking to hooting the fucking blowfish for 30 exactly. minutes. Uh, hey, Team Tremendous follows up. Wrestling.com slash Team Tremendous. Team Tremendous. Big Cartel. Com at WWE Dutch at the Danbury. That's it. We're gonna go get some Wawa. Bye. Nice.